have faded there's frost at my door the birds in the morning don't sing anymore the grass in the valley is starting to die and out in the darkness the whippoorwills cry alone and forsaken I, I was playing football on uh, for Super Bowl and I full speed I was running and I stepped on the rake that only happens in How movies. How many tricks did you have before you no. did that? <laughs> I had like only I had only two at the time. <laughs> uh, roll of three. I, roll it was, of three. It was dark. It was dark, and I was running. And he left a rake out. And first off, big ass rake to hit my forehead. Like you think about it. That's did it really go like this? God, that like that. That happens in Looney yeah. Tunes, and that's it. I don't understand. That's like National Lampoon's yeah, vacation I felt right there. It. it happened in real life. Well, welcome to another special TV episode of Three and a Half Gentlemen, the podcast, where three of the four hosts provide a refined and intellectual analysis of movies from our private collections, and one of us tries desperately to avoid rakes. As always, we'll let you decide which host is which, but for now, my name is Sean, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts through the apocalypse, Jeremiah. What up, yo? Eddie? Diarrhea is hereditary. What? Are you sure? It runs in your jeans. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Fuck, that was so funny. That caught me off guard when I heard that, me and Hannah. That was fucking weird. Oh, God. And I'm Brandon. Eddie. Brandon? Yeah, that's me. Yeah. Sorry. That's okay. I'm here. Yeah, you, you didn't say Brandon. I, I was, I was just, yeah. We just got, just got diarrhea. Brandon. I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. And, and Brandon. Brandon. Oh, okay. So, uh, along with our regular discussions of movies in season four, we're going to be taking some time right now to talk about the newest HBO match hit, The Last of Us. As with every review we give, our goal is to answer one simple question How many drinks does it take to get through the film, or in this case, a TV episode we've just watched? Now, at the end of the podcast, we'll rate the episode based on a scale of zero to five, with zero being the perfect episode that you can watch stone cold sober. And five being the sort of the episode that makes you want to sit back and watch helplessly as a giant mushroom zombie rips your best friend's head off like a pretty sensible dandelion. That's cute. He got ripped off. Or also killing your, or maybe also killing your doctor. Ooh, I could have done with that one too. Yeah. Yeah, she killed her own doctor. How about killing your whole crew, actually, too? That could be the one thing, too, right? It seems like, well, well do you know who that oh, was? Do, that girl, do I know right? who that She's was? She's crazy next door neighbor for two and a half gentlemen. No, who, who, it's, it's, it's fucking she, Melanie she, uh, Linsky. Everybody loves her. That's one of her things, yeah. She's been yeah. in a lot of things. Crazy what else has she been in? Ever After? Well, she's currently in the one the, on that big show, uh, uh, Yellow after. Jacket. Fuck yeah, Ever After. Oh, Yellow Jackets. All right, all right. All right, with that, what movie or uh, what uh, show... Do we have simmering beneath the ground this evening? Perks of wall, being a wallflower. She's in that one. She's the crazy ant. She really does play the crazy person oh, a whole that's lot. Right. She's she? the crazy ant. Yeah. Well, anyway, she well, does. Yeah. You're she right. does. She, she's typecast. <laughs> God damn it. All right. So tonight we return to Joel and Ellie's storyline <laughs> in episodes four and five of The Last of Us. That means that you are getting two episodes for the price of one. The series follows a band of survivors after a fungal pandemic outbreak destroys the world as we know it, creating mushroom-headed zombies in the process. In episode four, we meet a band of militant rebels who have overthrown Fedra in Kansas City. There, Joel and Ellie must keep from being caught by the rebels and their leader, Kathleen, as we talked about, played by Melanie Linsky. In episode five, Joel and Ellie try to escape the city with the help of Henry and his younger brother, Sam, who are also being hunted by Kathleen and her group. 
The season has an IMDb score of 9.2 and an average critic score of 97% and audience score of 91% on Rotten Tomatoes, which I just want to mention the critic score keeps getting higher and higher and the audience score keeps getting lower and lower. So I don't know if that means anything, but an interesting tidbit for you. I think the show has definitely, uh, until I think I think it had a highlight in episode three, and episode four was a little hard, hard to get back into the rhythm of the show. But then episode five really, I think it kicked it up a notch. So I kind of understand the ebb and flow. We're also mm-hmm. in the middle of something, which you know you, you can't really judge a book in the middle of the book, right? You got to wait for the, you got to wait for see, to see what we're we're building mm-hmm. up towards. And I think we got a taste of that in 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 episode five. Yeah. Um, and Jeremy, I think you, you was right to push these two, like, like Brandon, you said before, Jeremy was right to push these two together because I think that, uh, it's one big long episode. Yeah. It could have been one big long episode. This episode was pretty interesting, man. Cause it really get kind of like a, um, a, a foundation of that. There's danger of zombies and there's danger of fucking regular Which, people, man. Like, mm. you know, it also becomes like Lord of the Flies in a way. I know you guys are going to say, oh, we've seen Brandon this before, like we've seen this yeah. happen and everything like that, but you do get a sense that you get two people that are actually going through this, and they're actually bonding with each other more and more regarding to what they're going to have to depend on one another. Yeah. So um, it's kind of crazy when you see what's going on on yeah. this episode. Listen, what do you guys no, think? L- listen we're going to be separate. I know we're separating uh, episode four and episode five. We're going to talk about four, and then we're going to talk about five. <laughs> Which, uh, I mean, like we said, you know, four is really putting the ball on the tee and then five is just swinging it away because basically they are one continuous episode in a lot of ways. So my my major problem, I know that, Sean, you had been kind of mentioning this and tiptoeing around it for the first two episodes that we were talking about. But this has gone full. I'm waiting for Rick Grimes to just start walking in. Right. And that's really something that's, that's pissing me off. They, they have fully gone to embracing. And I know that the video game came first and, and we can't really fault the TV show. But they've come close, or they've just gone over to like, oh, here, here is uh, the governor again, right? We've got this this band of rebels who is who's living this peaceful, happy life. I know they're not really peaceful, happy life, but they're living there, and they they've come together, and they've overthrown whatever they need to overthrow, and don't fuck with them, right? And then we're just going to move from little village like that to little village like that. I don't want to see any more of these governor uh you know kathleen characters anymore it's just it's overdone and it's just it's just been done to death and and i don't know what do you guys think is it too i mean to me it's too similar but i'd love to hear your thoughts i see your point brandon like i i do see a lot of uh similarities right off the bat you you start the the biggest zombie show of all time is the walking dead so everyone compares this to that it's hard not to um, I do like how though we talk about Fedra, is it Fedra? Mm-hmm. A little bit more. Like there was like this government that was supposed to be taken over, or you know, I don't know, military government. And you can tell like I don't know if The Walking Dead ever really did that till the very towards the end. So I want to know more about that. I feel like just in other towns, Fedra is still controlling, but you know, Kansas City, the militia or the resistance took over and it's definitely not as good. Like it's like no one has a good power of authority here. Yeah. So I do like how it, if I'm town to town, it's different like instantly. Um, uh, Sean, uh, to your question. Um, I think that one of the problems that I'm having is that I'm also watching the walking dead. So it, it had ended a little bit ago and uh, I, I kind of restarted it with with the idea that I was going to compare and contrast 
to this to this show. Um, so I started The Walking Dead probably two and a half weeks ago, and my problem with it is it's better than this show. The Walking Dead did it better than 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 what they're doing here. I'm waiting for something unique and different. I'm waiting for something uh, that's gonna that's gonna shine. For me, it's a little slower. It's a little more violent, but the the zombies are a little faster. But at the end of the at the end of the day, I think it it, it does not have the character depth of Walking Dead, so I don't think it's as good. Yeah. Um, yet, yeah. now if they this is why I said you Four can't episodes. judge a book in the Four middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. But I, I'm I'm I, you can't judge a, a book in the middle of its of the reading. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to do something different, and I hope they do something mm-hmm. different. What was so unique about Walking Dead was all these different settlements. Now we've seen that, we've done that. Yeah, Move I on. agree. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, is that there is a little difference between this and The Walking Dead because they're not really just focusing on a group of people; they're only focusing on two people, and the two people are just trying to make sure, or they're trying to like figure out how to trust and how to live through this as they keep going through oh. every different type of like a challenge or something like that. Like it's almost like they they the focusing is about people uh, uh, believing and trusting one another and finding that hope between what they know and what they used to know and shit like but, that. But, you but know, that, I mean, that's kind of different. Joe, walking dead, Jared, that is literally what the walking dead is all about. That's Rick. And that's Carol. <laughs> and that's, that's Daryl. Yeah, walking dead, that's literally walking dead them relying on each time, other. And it had, it had yeah. a lot of cat. Yeah, but you had to rely on different characters and all this. Daryl, yeah, and Daryl you, wasn't Daryl at when the very just beginning. because yeah. we had two characters Carl, instead of Sam. and Rick. What I agree with Jeremy is about is this is more isolationist. Yeah. They're they're not part of a group. They're not they're 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 learning to depend on each other and they're learning each other's strengths and weaknesses. They're learning what they're willing to do for each other. And from that perspective, it is a little different. Um, and the fact that she has the cure in her in her body is even more so or, or a chance for a cure um, in her body is even more so interesting. I guess at the end of the day, what, what I have a problem with is that th- there hasn't been a payoff and there hasn't been a payoff in a couple of episodes. Mm-hmm. I thought episode five's ending was very good and, and it kind of, uh, it, it, it subverted my expectations by doing what it did, which we'll get there. But, in episode four, it was basically a road trip. Yeah, uh, We're going to get in the car. We're going to drive. It's going to get dark. It's going to get light. We're going to drive more. We're going to siphon gas. We're going to, oh, by the way, the gas is 20 years old. And we're going to throw that out there mm-hmm. too. Um, and at the, at the end of the day, it's just, it's not, it's not hitting right now yeah. for me that in episode four. Yeah. It's interesting. So mm-hmm. I, I just, I feel different. yeah, I, I, I want to just kind of Good. roll with Sean, what you were saying. And I thought this when I was watching both. So I watched four and five back to back. Um, And this is the one thought that I had is that this show is amazing if it doesn't rely on the zombie trope, right? If they would just say this is about an apocalypse, post-apocalyptic world where, um, you know, everything has gone to shit and everybody's dead and you don't know who to trust. Fuck. It's a great show. I, I, I love like capital love the relationship development of the relationship between Joel and Ellie. That's the stupid jokes that she was saying. And when he, he finally like laughs and smiles at them to me, that's like, that's highlighting quality writing and, and quality acting from one of them. But the problem is once they bring in the zombie aspect 
to me, it loses all of its quality because then it just relies on these tropes that we're talking about. I wish to God that they would just say, here's a post-apocalyptic world. Everything's destroyed. How do you get by? But again, and we're going to talk about five, the, the, the battle with so five. Then, then it wouldn't be this. It wouldn't be this I, show. Oh, I, oh, I get it. I, I get it. I, so basically, so, I just don't well, like I'm going to defend. I'm going to defend Ellie. Oh, okay. I'm going to defend Ellie a little bit. And, and here, I, I think that the actress is not bad. I think that I agree. It's, it's a very hard character to play, and it's based on a, a, cart, a, a cartoon, a, game, a video um, game, a video game. And what was so unique about this video game is this little girl cussed. She said the f word. She shot people. Like she did things that were unexpected. And I think that they're tr- she's trying to stay true to the video game, and the video game is a little blocky and a little just not quite great. I don't think it's her. I really don't. Mm. It's like uh, I always go back to uh, George Lucas, right? George Lucas, one of the worst film writers you could possibly get. Harrison Ford is one of the greatest actors ever. Even when he reads uh, uh, George Lucas's words, he sounds terrible. So it's you just got to go with it. You just got to understand that I think it's the character of the development. Eddie, go ahead. I think it's also just she's playing with Pedro. Right, so it just shows you that he's at so much a higher quality of an of an actor than she is, and you you see the difference of she's an up and comer. She hasn't had many roles, I don't think, since Game of Thrones a little bit. But like she's it, she's doing the best she can. I think uh, I like the I like Joel. Like he's, I wait for that yawn to finish. Um, I, I I like Joel, and I, this episode I feel like it's playing. A lot back to it's trying to really stay true to the game. Like I saw, I sent you guys. I think mm-hmm. it was only the Brandon and Sean yeah. of a how, of a video to the to the episode of them, them driving and them like, oh, should we pull over? This person's hurt, and then it was to the to the same. It looked exactly the same, like mm-hmm. some of these scenes. And I think that's I think that's gonna hurt them in the long run. Mm-hmm. I feel like they don't they shouldn't do that. They should just go off from the video game a little bit yeah. because I think they need to taper off from that and do something different uh the zombies i don't have an issue with but i do like how it they're they're faster and they're better than the zombies at walking dead um and it's just they're more dangerous i like how what sean was saying like they're yeah. they're it's, it's it's very very you don't fuck around with these zombies guns don't kill these zombies like the in walking dead yeah i'm gonna Jar- go over two things that you guys are talking about one i think she's playing her character really well because She's a fucking kid and she gets under your skin. That's what kids do. I mean, you're just like, dude, just chill. And you're seeing a kid that didn't actually grow 20 years ago. She actually was born into this whole situation. So she has no experience whatsoever what's going on here. There's almost type of an innocence to her where she's just like wide open and everything like that. And you see Joel finally becoming a parent like, you know what I'm saying? Like he's finally to actually coming around the corner on that part. Now, regarding to Eddie, I mean, I know, like you know, we keep um, mirroring the game and the 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 show, but you got to admit, like you know, especially for episode five, what we're going to talk about, a lot of different shit that happened that we, you know, the the people who play the games, yes, but yeah, oh yeah, did not expect. You know, what I'm saying oh, yeah. so they've done already so many different things in this. So I find it that there is uh, so much opportunities that they're going to explore that we're not going to we're going to be surprised hope, in, the, in the long run. Uh, one of the things that I'm appreciating is that they're not solely focusing on Ellie and yeah. Joel. They're starting – they've been doing it since the beginning, but they really are not afraid to break off and show you the history of a particular character, You know how, how they're like or, or 
set up their character for what they're going to do a little bit more than other shows might be willing yeah. to do. Um, for instance, uh, the two actors in, in, um, you know, in episode five, it would have been much easier given their outcome to not show the backstory, but they chose to show the, show the backstory. They chose to get you invested and then they chose to do what they did, which to me is, uh, it's it's unique, but it's just it's not it's not quite unique enough for me. But it is getting the, at least piquing my interest. And at least I'm not bored. Like that's a huge thing. At least I'm not bored watching. There's this truth show. to that. So I do want to I want to throw right out in. a positive, and this is something I know I've talked about. I think every single episode, and I'll probably keep talking about it for the rest of the season. But the fucking set design and the way that they have aged this world and the way that they have destroyed this world is. I don't think I've ever seen it done so well. And I, I want to point out just a couple of things that I loved, right? You got the, the plants and the moss growing on the cars um, as they're driving, you know, the highways. You see these mm-hmm. dilapidated and destroyed city towns or these city streets. I mean, to me, yeah. the detail and the, the, the amount of care that goes into all the small little aspects that most, I think most productions probably wouldn't care about is – I think it's second to none. I think it is fantastic. I do want to throw that out there and say that, that I am enjoying the hell, Sean, kind of like we were saying. I'm not bored with it. There's a lot that I don't like about this show. I'm not bored with it, but and, and along with not being bored with it, I am seeing something new every single episode visually. And I think that that is something that definitely needs to be commended for the show. I like I like that. I like that, Brandon. Um, <clears throat> I was going to say it, and it's last episode episode three uh, like it, it had us all right it had that emotion to it and then it, it definitely jumped back into joel and ellie so like what I, so far I like about this episode is they bring in new characters and i don't want to get into five yet but they bring in new you know new characters and then they get rid of you as soon as you get connected to these characters they they pull you away from them like they just rip them from you so you can you, you only have an episode of of uh of the last episode of episode three mm-hmm. um and that that was I, I like that. And so I'm I'm hearing uh, Henry and Sam coming in episode five. So I was I was looking forward to seeing Henry and Sam. I knew they were big characters in this little this little scene here. Uh, so I was actually intrigued to see who that was being played. Uh, they led up to that pretty good in my eyes. Yeah, Jeremiah. Good point, bro. That's a very good point. You know what's really good about this episode, and what's good about this um the series is that it's very violent, right? Mm. But most of the time in this episode, we don't see the violence. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We don't see the doctor gets shoot, you know, sh- you know, gets shot because, you know, there's no purpose for him anymore. We don't see that other kid that Joel has to like fight for his life where he's begging for his life. We don't see it because she's trying to prevent from Ellie to see shit like that, you know? So all these horrific things are happening. It's almost like you're using your imagination a lot. Like, oh my God, I can't believe that's fucking happening. I can't believe that this is just this beast of a reality, this situation that, that people are experiencing in this fucking show. I mean, I, I, I find that yeah. kind of interesting. Who do you think Ellie has? So Ellie, it, she obviously shoots to save Joel's life, which I thought that was it was cool to see that to st- have her step up and have a, like mm-hmm. a character, something that Joel wasn't expecting, and also he 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 almost like shit. I don't want you to do that, but at the same time, thank you. But wh- she said that's not my first time. Who else did she? Kill? Well, I think I think who, we have uh, uh, kind of a spoiler. Yeah, we got a little bit of a spoiler in the sense that it was her her friend. I don't know what what level of friendship they were at. But her friend that we're going to get the backstory, my guess is that's going to be the penultimate episode is we're going to get her backstory and really kind of hit that. Um, but yeah, I think it has to go back to 
why she got infected and what happened when she got infected. Well, uh, okay. So, so, so how many episodes do we have left? Two? No, no, no. Five. No, we got four or five more. Yeah. Well, four, five, four or five more. Five. Yeah. And then four or five, but uh, it's not, it's not eight. It's not no, eight. It's, not, it's 10. No, it's not eight. Okay. It's I'm ten. sorry. So the, the reason I'm, the reason I'm asking is because I'm wondering where, where, like where the show is going. Yeah. Are they going to get to, like another civilization or are they going to get to Wyoming soon? Because here's my criticism. It's moving very slowly, which is fine, but I, I need a little story progression and we haven't really had any sort of progression in four or five episodes. Mm-hmm. And that was my complaint. We learned that her blood couldn't dead is that there was no real end goal. We get hunkered down in a, in a prison for one season and then we move off and there's nothing there beyond. Right. And you kind of stopped that show before mm-hmm. you learned what the pr- point of that show yeah. was. Was the point of that show was living, not existing, not 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 like being alive, but actually living your life, finding a way to build right. a life in the middle of chaos. And so that 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 kind of that, but that took seven seasons to develop on The Walking Dead. And before that, you're absolutely right; it was just about surviving. Yeah. And you get the sense here that it's not about surviving; it's about something bigger. But that something bigger hasn't progressed we haven't heard a whisper of 80s or 70s music on on the radio as the sign we haven't we haven't heard any uh, any indication that his brother's still alive there's I, I mean give me a flashback give me something give me give me some something to hold on to a cohesive storyline that i can get excited about week after week even if it's for four, 40 seconds I need something like that. And maybe that's what my brain has been kind of coerced into over the years with this serial like television. But that's what I'm I'm hoping for and I'm just not getting no, it. No, I'm there. Anyone I'm else there. upset? I feel I feel like with that they're topping the game too much. They need to bring they needed to bring them in and they're just like, Oh well the game didn't bring them in until later, so let's not bring them until later until a certain point. I was like, you, you need. I was, I was saying the same thing. It's like, well, where the fuck's Tommy? Like, I, I like to know where the hell Tommy is. Is he still alive? Is a little maybe like flashback with him and Joel mm-hmm. doing some type of mission uh, when the daughter was still alive. I think I feel like it'll be cool to see some type of flashback with the daughter and yes. Joel. And we need to bring Tommy. the daughter back. Uh, that's needed. I need more. I need a little bit more uh, like character development. I guess you can say to see why Joel is he, the way he is a little bit. Um, Keeping in mind the character development now we're getting is not bad. I love the relationship development between the two characters. I just want a little bit more depth. The overarching story. I want something that exactly. I want. I want. I want a Thanos. A Thanos storyline in the background to tell me what's going on. But the thing is, is are we are we just impatient? I mean, is that what we are? I mean, because we're just into our fourth episode and we're waiting for like fifteen films in seven seasons to wrap Mm -hmm. in one season to, I guess. Let's you know, go, Jeremy. Let's you know? go. And Let's episode, go. You get to like episode four, Sean. Uh, Sean. But the thing is, so, is this, like, guys, episode, is that, I mean, episode three. So you loved episode three, didn't you? Sorry, Jeremiah. What I was trying to say is that um, the story is about two people, man. There's no fucking in game here. There's nothing going to be like that. You're going to, Joel is going to realize that the main purpose is this is to make sure that this person is taken care of. And I guarantee you, whatever in game they're going to try to reach, it's going to fucking just be a, a, a lost hope type of a situation. And he's going to realize that, you know, the only thing that matters in my life is protecting this fucking girl as much as I can and help her, you know, g- guide her through this whole fucking, 
shit world that we live in. That's mm-hmm. what's going to be. I don't think there's going to be any type of end goal or type any type of salvation here, dude. That's just See, my opinion. And not to not to bring up and, and compare this to other movies, but if you look at something like Twenty Eight Days Later, um, I'm legend. That, uh, I am. <clears throat> I am Legends bad because he dies at the end, but yeah, but it he depends does blood. on. <laughs> it also depends on uh, what version you yeah. watch and and what uh, <laughs> there is uh, what, what sequel what out. sequel or or prequel you watch. Michael B. Jordan's My point of, part two. Well, interesting. My point of this is though that you got some sense of closure, and I think that it would be it would behoove us, even if it's a false sense of closure to dangle the carrot of, you know, if we get to X, it's, you know, and, and I don't mean to keep bringing it to, to, um, uh, to, to game of, Th- or to, um, walking dead, but getting to terminus, I don't yeah. know if everybody, remember, that was a big oh, yeah. thing. Oh God, terminus, terminus, terminus is where, you know, arrive alive and you're part of a community and you'll be okay. Now that turned out to be fucking cannibal and hellish, <laughs> but, they're there all great. for five was, minutes. They were, yeah. But the point is that you had something to go to. We have Wyoming. Give me something else. Give me, give me, give me something that's going on in Wyoming. Give me, like, give me a, sh- you know, give me something. Mm-hmm. His brother. That's it, man. His brother. His whole thing. Go. Kansas City was a big deal, though. They yeah, were stuck we, in we Kansas know, City. Yeah, we know, we know stopping Joel's. Stop, stopping stones. Yeah, we know Joel's like, you know, like end goal is to get to his brother. That's his main fucking thing. Now, we're going to see if it's going to be something great or something that's going to be fucking just even more worse than what they've been experiencing. He's ruthless, too. Joel, man, he didn't need to kill that one guy that he, uh, Ellie shot in the butt. Like, Oh, that was a, that was a like, mercy kill. About, like, that was a mercy ru- kill. That was him. Sh- uh, yeah, that was a mercy kill. Yeah. I don't agree. I think I think he did need to. Of all the people he's killed so far, that's I think the he should have kept him alive and use him for information. Oh, Personally. No. So okay, so I get here, here, and just I don't know. I want to bridge the gap though between Sean and Jer. I, I want to just say because I, I get what you're saying, Jeremy, that, that maybe we're we're missing the purpose or the the point of the show a little bit. I absolutely do, but I got to go on, on with what Sean's saying, and that's that we cannot have episode to episode where we just focus on okay well what what shitty reality are they in now what new um civilization are they going to come across what uh shitty leader are they going to come across maybe it's fedra maybe it's you know another rebel group there needs to be some kind of cohesive purpose to this world they're in now i and kind of going then back jared to what you're saying i get it because we're in their shoes they don't know what world they're in they're out there exploring they're out there figuring things out as they go so i get the purpose of it but at the same time john i don't think that you're being uh too harsh on it by saying that it's boring and it's it's redundant it's just what we need something new and this show is not giving us anything new now it did give us something new in episode three when it said you know what all this shit that we were thought we were going to be focusing on zombies and the you know the end of the world fuck it let's focus on humanity and that was fantastic but at the same time we can't keep having those kinds of episodes within this because we're going to still have that through line of, of Joel and Ellie just going on and on. And yeah, you know, we got the background kind of a little bit about, you know, Tommy's story and what Tommy's, you know, why we're going to Tommy in Wyoming. That was great, but it needs to be expanded. It needs to be explored. And yeah, it's only four or five episodes in, but at the same time, four or five episodes in is halfway through the first season. We need to get something. 
This, I mean, that's that's really hard to say. You're, yeah. you're expecting a lot out of a zombie show with no zombies. That's no, what no, you're no, 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 that's no, 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 and you get a lot of connection of this episode with them in the bar scene of like there's a lot of quiet moments. Yeah. I mean, like if you're expecting like a lot of like last episode, I just feel like I mean it was last episode was a cool curveball, but then we had to go back on the story with them trying to get to Tommy. But Ed, what I'm what I'm saying is you're right. I'm I'm not saying that I I mean I would love the a, a series that was this but without the zombies. I but I get that that's not what this is. So let's embrace the zombies. My problem is, what do we do with those zombies? I am tired of this overdone trope that humans are really the monster and not the monsters like the zombies. Like, okay, we've got that. We've gotten eight series seasons of, of Walking Dead that just beat us over the head with that. We don't need to have that. 11, 11, Jesus 11. Christ. Okay, I, cut, I, I quit way too early. But, Ed, I'm not saying that we need to have just episode threes. What we need to have is some kind of purpose to their trials. And we're just not we're not getting that enough. I, I keep going back to like I am Legend and World War Z. Like I'm, I'm hoping like the whole way of finding a cure is like camouflaging yourself to being able to walk among the zombies. Like because maybe that blood is some type of something to do with the blood. Uh, but I'm hope I, I, I see where you're getting that, Brandon. Like that's a very good point. With like I'm hoping to see like okay, well something's with Ellie because obviously she's fucking important. But I would I wish it it was by now like okay like Joel needs to be, or I don't know, I feel like they put so much on Joel and he's, he's playing the dumb guy a little bit too well. Like, well, Joel does, he's just trying to get his brother. So what the fuck are we going to do with Ellie here? Yeah. Like, so I want somebody to like, and Ellie hinted that a little bit. I feel like she's knows a little bit more than she's laying on to episode five. She's like my blood. Yes. It's medicine. Yeah. Like it, it can help the cure. She didn't say anything about that until episode five. I, I just want to just say it real quick. I don't, I know we're going to get to five and we definitely need to talk about that. But I think that that wasn't her naivete. I, I, or I think that was her naivete. I don't think it was her trying to make him feel better. I think she truly believed that. But yeah, you guys are right. We need to have explored that a lot more because as far as we know, she just has some immunity to it. And it's, it's, you know, they're going to research why she has the immunity, not that she has the ability to, you know, create a serum from her blood, which I think would be interesting. Um, but at the same time, it's something that we just don't quite know. We don't know because we haven't had a chance to have actually been explored to it. Mm-hmm. At the end of this episode, episode five, when just pretty much Four. just all the loss of humanity and all the loss of will is pretty much you see and you see it on Ellie's face. All she needs to know is like, I need to go to this place over here to get more understanding of what I'm experiencing, who I am. And she's trying to find what she is and that her only purpose now moving Say forward for five. is trying to find that answer. And that answer is going west. But if we're trans, if we're transitioning to episode five, I'm gonna say this, man. That episode kicks you in the fucking gut. What I'm saying is that the transition from number five is that we get a different point of view and a perspective from like uh, from Sam and Henry, and it's fucking just. I love how we focus on their characters, on what they experience ten days before Ellie and Joel. Yeah. The whole shit you see is like just humanity at its fucking worse you know and what's really cool is like we don't know who's the good guys and the bad guys through this whole episode we don't really have an understanding of who we're going to side with because everyone is kind of like you know doing what they need to do in vain sort of way to reach what they need to do i mean is that true 
what I found very interesting about this episode, uh, number five, was the insistence that Henry, Henry, yeah. Henry, mm-hmm. had done something so horrible that he was the most wanted person in all the land, and that you find that he's got a brother, or or maybe not his brother. That to me was a little unclear. Um, yeah. It was unclear as to whether it was biological. It was it was unclear whether it was – maybe I'm wrong. It could have been more clear that I missed it. But I, I found him a sympathetic character despite everyone on the outside saying he was this, like, dangerous felon who was going to you know destroy the world. And I'm like, I, where does this come from? Where, where does the storyline develop? Did I miss something? Did I miss – What happened was is that he was a collaborator. And he actually but, yeah, kind of what, sold, sold the, the leader. In these the are river. people that work with the government for either type of like, I get medicine, I get food and shit. And so he sold information about the boss, which is a Kathleen's brother, brother yeah. in order to save his brother from medicine. So it's almost kind of like a Judas type of thing because like he was the actual leader, right? I mean, this guy, Catherine's boss, mm-hmm. Jesus, like, you know, who was also like a, 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 a good, pretty good leader. Like some, someone that Kathleen's obviously yeah, shitty leader he was good. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so these collaborators, man, I mean, they're like the shit of the shit, you know, and you see them being executed just fucking horrible, you know? And it's yeah. like, who do you support and who do you, that's the question yeah. here is like, what side do you take? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a shitty thing what they're doing, but they have no fucking point. They have no and choice. And that's something that I, I will say this show does rise above Walking Dead is they're never in Walking Dead asking the question of which side is mm-hmm. better. You're always asking the question, what are you willing to do for your own mm-hmm. side? This uh, this show has specific delineated lines of who is good and who is bad. And I think that kind of simplicity allows me to follow it a little bit better than I ordinarily yeah. would. Brandon? So, okay. So I want to talk, we didn't really talk about the new characters in season or episode four. Um, and really, the, I mean, I guess the one that we could talk about is Kathleen. I do want to talk about Kathleen, but before I do that, I just want to throw out there that Henry and Sam, uh, what they're doing is they're, they're setting a precedent and they did this with, with Bill and not Ted, but you know, whatever his name was um, in episode three. Frank, Frank. That's right, not Bill. It should have been Bill and Ted. Damn it, that would have been great. But we we get these really really beautiful mm-hmm. characters to really kind of get to know, right? And then you know whether we want to say that we get to we get to have them for a little bit and then we lose them, whatever it is, they're really beautifully drawn out in a very short amount of time. Henry is a fucking great character. Sam is a fucking great character. These are two well written, well acted characters, and I, I want to just throw that out there. I do want to talk though about Kathleen. I want to get you guys' take on Kathleen because here's my frustration with her as a character. Yes, we get a little bit more of a backstory that she kind of comes into power because her brother was the leader and then it just kind of falls on her. But I don't see her being the type of, of person that other people are going to follow, especially these militant, you know, jarhead kind of guys. What, what do you guys so- think? They're yeah. not. They're not militant. They're not militant. Well, so only one. Uh, only Perry. So I think yeah. Perry's the main one who is the dad the beard. Mm-hmm. He he's like almost the leader of the militant people. I feel like he has her back pretty well. Yeah. And I feel like though this is the type of thing I almost I want to say like uh, the book of Eli. Like she's on the verge of losing these people real quickly because of losing her brother. So she's trying to make a, a like a stamp of like, yeah. we're going to fight and get this. She thinks the only way to get my people back is if we get the person who killed my brother. 
So she has some, and she's also wants revenge. I think it was the vendetta. It was the vendetta. It was the revenge. Yeah. It was a vendetta. Yeah. But she's also, she's about to lose the people either way. If I think either way, they're not for her, for her. I, I feel like okay. in, you start seeing when she steps outside, let's go find. I might have missed that. Yeah. Hunt, uh, Henry, and they're not for it. Okay. That's good. They do believe her because she's actually the one that made change. Her brother was all about peace, and she's like, let's fucking overtake this fucking city. Let's overtake this shit. We deserve this shit. They've been fucking with us for 20 years. We're going to give it back to them. And so people believe in that fucking person, you know, where it's kind of like she takes charge in so many ways. And so even though that Perry is like, yo, I mean, we have a lot of other things focused. We have the town now. We should be focusing on what we need to do here, but you're focusing on here. So unfortunately, she has no really moral compass of what she needs to do going forward. She has no fucking remorse. She just wants to yeah. fucking just get revenge now yeah. in the end. That's her. And use all her tools and resources on yeah. just one thing. Sean? Uh, no, no, no. I was just saying, I, I am agreeing 100%. My problem is that they did not adequately identify the reason that she's at, in her vendetta. I understand that, that Henry mm-hmm. or Henry? Henry. Henry. Henry killed someone clearly who was close to her. And I'm guessing it was for food. But was there ever was there for ever medicine, specific? For medicine, leukemia. it was very, very short in five that, that she For his mom? No, for Sam. No, for Sam. Sam. leukemia. For Sam. Sam, so Sam Oh, I'm sorry. I but okay, but still that's not a reason to go fucking hunt someone and destroy your whole here's my problem with the apocalypse, okay? Make good decisions for good reasons. <laughs> These idiots ruin their societies because of vendettas, because they're angry over one incident. It's like let it go, and then you get to keep your your beautiful society. That well, but Sean, isn't the- that like with history and throughout the fucking world of history that what people have done because of one person and their fucking oh, like? There's you know, that great. Isn't- there's that great. There's that great line from uh, Troy, uh, spoken by the incomparable uh, Peter O'Toole. Some wars have been fought for love, some for power, or was it no? Some for territory, some for power. Why not for love? Like that was, I mean, that was the beautiful. They 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 fucked up four societies, four entire civilizations over Helen of Troy. <laughs> Just <laughs> Brian Cox? No, 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 Brian, no, no, no. Brian Cox Good was call. in that movie. Okay. <laughs> he was Agamemnon, I believe. So, Sean, Catherine's point of view is that her brother was taken and beaten to death, beaten to death by the government. By Fedra, yeah. By Fedra, not not by Henry. By Fedra, no, no, by Fedra. Sold out. Yeah, Henry sold out. It was a Judas type of situation where he sold out information for him to tell where he's going to be at in order to receive medicine to help Sam. It's a fucking. It's it's a non-win-win situation right there. I I just I I understand. Okay, so now I have a better idea of the predicate, but I reject the predicate. It is not significant enough to destroy the entire civilization. That this 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 kid and his br- little brother, you know, should die because her brother should like. You know, I don't, I don't think you're understanding the whole concept of it. Is that this city has been fucking getting beaten down for twenty fucking years, and it only needed that situation for the leader to get beaten up to death, and all these Take people the selling back. each other out because of this. And we then should be they celebrating, Henry. We're gonna fucking run it over. We should, yeah, we should be selling. So well, they're dragging it, bodies across the the, the road. But it led, it but led that's to the, the downfall of Hedra. Of Hedra but, no, right? that's I mean, the downfall of Catherine and her fucking regime because right. she couldn't fucking figure it out. She was guided by vengeance and hate and revenge, right. and she didn't see the bigger picture. That's what that's what Perry was like. Yo, you see this big fucking hole where these uh, the infection is going to be coming up pretty soon. We should be focusing on this. 
but you're decided to fucking go somewhere else. Right. If fuck, she paid it in the end. She did the whole Anakin Skywalker thing. She did. She paid. She paid in the end, and you know what? Uh, It was nice to see that little girl, the girl mushroom head. Freaky dude. I don't know how she fucking moved through that car and then got on that tombstone (laughs) and like jumped on her. I'm like, I'm I'm dead. I'm I'm sitting in the front seat going, you you, just take me. Yeah, I'm. Didn't you guys have a sense like like this? What scares me the most is like some type of a sense of the rapture and shit. And this is what's going to happen and whatnot. Anything could be fucking real. Anything that could be real is terrifying. I don't know. A girl like, doing backflips in the backseat of a car, yeah. not so real. But f- badass to watch. Oh. Badass to oh, watch. She dude, if he, did she was coming backwards she actually did you, it. That was that exorcist was shit right there. Dude. Yeah. It reminds me of the oh it reminds me of the grudge. Yeah. yeah. The grudge, grudge where she like that was stayed the grudge. there and then like turned her bull by oh, ah, uh, yeah. mm. See, I can't watch horror movies. They don't work yeah. for me. So that part right there, Ellie did a hell of a good job. So she was just like, her face was like stuck at this person. It was hilarious, but scary at the same time. It was just like, move, move, motherfucker, yeah. move. But she was just like, in like, oh my God, I thought I was good until now. But did anyone think like Joel at that? I mean, I'm jump, we're jumping way ahead, but Joel, when he was in the sniper tower, like that was, endless bullets, yeah, was so many bullets. endless bullets. He had some pretty good shots, too. He's fucking amazing. Wait, wait, time out. I got, a, this, I got a gun that holds 99 damn bullets. That's wait, is it, there was a guy that was post there that had nothing but just emanations. I mean, shit, dude. I mean, it, it, it was a fucking way. There was, there was no reload no. scene. He just there was a jam. There, there was, was a jam. There was, there was, one, was a jam. There was one, there was one reload <laughs> scene. I'm thinking, like, that's a lot of bullets to keep firing off. Listen. Well, this is not rifle. saving Private Ryan. So, do do we want to go ahead and just like jump into that last battle? I mean, I feel like that's what you guys yeah, are, yeah, are very yeah, very excited about. I have. I'm just before uh, before I say it, you know, or, or whatever. Before you guys start celebrating, I just want you guys to start hating me because I have two, three, three. I'm going to say three really really frustrated points and and agree with me disagree whatever so the concept the deus ex machina i don't know if you guys know it but it's this concept of basically um an impossible or improbable um solution to a problem that seems basically inevitable okay we're basically uh you know everybody's gonna die except out of nowhere they're saved by this completely random occurrence this happens twice in this sequence and it pisses me off so fucking much because to me it's it's just lazy writing uh the first one was where the truck just hey there there you know she's ready to shoot her or shoot him or whoever it was and the truck just happens to to fall into the hole and explode and then that diverts everybody's attention away and so they get away like that to me was like that's bullshit sloppy lazy writing and then the second one is everybody's about to die again and then all of a sudden we have the zombies come flooding out and of course that that comes at just at the nick of time oh that pisses me off but brandon and i understand that it's you think you see it as lazy writing i see it as following the video game because i could just see her waking up after after this whole situation right and she's like oh my god they're gonna kill mm-hmm. us Oh, here come the zombies now! You know, as a, a RPG or whatever you call it, I, you know, I'm I'm running away from the zombies. I'm going into the car. I'm shooting. Oh, look, Joel has survived. He's in the he's in the watchtower, right? So now you've got that point of view, and all Henry sudden, and Sam in the other car. So essentially, it's a level to get out of. Yeah, essentially, it's a level to get out of. And I think that from that perspective, I, I don't disagree with you that if it was written. Strictly as uh, as a as a storyline, yeah. it would have been a little lazy. But I think they're following the fucking the the the. 
All right. So my last, my last point, and I, I get what you're saying, but uh, let me just throw this out there real quick, Jerry, and then you can hate me for the rest of the, the time that we're together. So all of a sudden now we've got mutant super zombies. Did you see that fucker? Like now that to me, that one went too far. Right. Yes. What the fuck is that going on now? Like that just comes you know, out like, of nowhere. No, grow up. I grow up. No, what happens is that a clicker in 15 years, you know, regarding to the fungus that actually develops on them, they become bloaters. I mean, that's what it is. Bloaters? You know? We have a fucking they, name They for mutate. It? Oh, it's been a name uh, for years, dude. Absolutely. It's a name yeah. in the game. It is a real, it is a name. Uh, it's, the, like, so, it's like, they, they mutate. And there's one, there's and, one more besides, besides yeah. bloaters, too. I want you to know that. What, so, shitters? I mean, come on. So, it keeps going. No, bro. It gets keeps they get they get bigger oh. and they start mutating. With others keeps like landing on them. Imagine then, it mutating, mutating. Like it's like it's not even so, fucking about zombies, man. It's even fucking ten times worse. Dude. So that was my one thing that I was trying to say from the very beginning. I don't know if you guys remember. I hope it's not doesn't go into like the Resident Evil type thing of like these huge ass motherfucker zombies, and it makes it way unbelievable. Yep. And I hope they, I hope they stop, like, they limit this. Uh, like, maybe that's like the most they kind of do with, like, oh, they become these huge. But I, I, I do see Brandon there. I was just like, when I saw that, I was just like, oh, you could have made it a little bit looking more like a zombie. He looked like a rhino, like a, a he looked like he looked a like linebacker. An, yeah, he looked like an or X-Men like a center character. football player. Yeah. Just, yeah. I thought they could have done that one better. Yeah. And I, I mean, like, I made him look maybe, maybe like instead swole. Yeah, maybe it made him look like he's like yeah, just, not nine like, feet tall. And, and like, yeah, I don't Sorry, think you guys have been paying attention for the past few episodes. They've been seriously setting this shit up for you guys to understand They're that it's going to mutate. Oh, yeah. They're, They're underneath, underneath the ground. ground. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were explaining like you know, Fredra, uh, Fedra, the government. They for literally sure. put the affected down to the sewers. And everyone did not pay attention because of their own fucking self-righteousness, what they're trying to do up in the cities, why not, where they actually failed to realize that there is more of a fucking problem. Oh, I got that. I just hated they that they did not it. really actually take care of the I situation. I hated the timing. I, I just, I get what they, why they did it. I mean, like I get what happened to me. I just, it, it, it bothers me when you have these deus ex machina moments where it's like, oh, all is lost. Oh, wait, no, some unbelievable thing happens. Like I get that they set it up for that moment to happen, but at the same time, it See, just pisses I, me off. I'm I'm. That's an every movie. Exactly. I disagree with you, Shocking. Uh, Brandon. One of the things – okay, so, and, I, and I will say, say this. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it back to an old television show. Um, one of the things I loved about the show Desperate Housewives mm-hmm. is that they would get themselves into these horrid situations, and then all of a sudden it would be solved by unexpected yeah. means. And I think that's what you're saying with Deus Ex Machina. It's like it's uh, into the frying pan out of the fryer. It's uh, Lord of the Rings when they go up into the trees to avoid the goblins, and then the the wood catches on fire. The wolves come and they get saved by the eagles. It's it's just one thing, one expected thing after right. the next, and you don't like no. that. What I what I say is, what the hell else is a show but to have. <laughs> constant maneuvering of things you don't expect to happen i mean fuck off i'm sorry this is a television it show needs to have serial. some realism it needs to have to some, some realism oh it does you know then this. watch whatever you're gonna I will. watch to, i uh, will God. brandon first off do you realism. like watching did you like watching dead brandon do you like watching i dead? like the first two seasons did you like first dead? two seasons absolutely love the first two first seasons. two fucking seasons after that how dumb. many times bro 
Rick Grimes should have died in the fucking tank when he was there alone in the very first episode. Oh, yeah. And he had zombies underneath. Like, and then something miraculously happened, and he was saved because his oh, best friend was a hat. He should have died in the hospital. How the hell did he not die in the hospital? Yeah, he should. He should have died before. He should have died before that scene. But they follow the scenes. Oh, I get. Question: In episode in season two, wasn't there a girl that was searching for the during the whole fucking uh season, and they and the girl was in the barn the whole fucking time? The whole barn. The whole the whole time, I believe her, her name was. Uh, oh, see, uh, come on, dude. <laughs> oh god, it was Zoe. No, it was um, Claire. <laughs> Did you see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Like, okay, okay. So when we're doing apples and apples, I mean, you guys got to be like, give it a little fucking like, you know. No, no, we're giving it legs. We're yeah. giving it legs. My problem is, is it's not fresh. Yeah. Where okay, and, and I, I'm gonna compare it to Wednesday. Right, we did Wednesday. There were a lot worse things in Wednesday that I overlooked because it was such a fresh, clean, new, nice show that like I wasn't White Lotus. expecting. You White, want Lotus. White Lotus. White, I want. I want something that's gonna go. I'm gonna go. Oh, I haven't seen that before. I haven't seen that amount. It's a zombie. Before. It's a zombie show, bro. Yeah, but I, I want something new and fresh. I'm sorry. I, I, <laughs> God forbid. I want something non-redundant. Show. I, I want something fresh. You, see, Sean, you are getting side. something uh, something different and fresh here. Like, look at this part right here. Okay, you got two different stories that are happening right now, right? With Sam and Henry and L, Ellie and Joel, right? You know, and somehow they're they're mirroring each other in so many ways here, right? Yes. And then you actually get to the end and you think everything's safe and you see actually Sam and Ellie, by the way, fucking chemistry is fucking bond. great. They bond, you see bro. something fucking amazing here. And then it doesn't even like end right there. It fucking cuts you and just knowing like, oh, my God, are you fucking so serious? I'm going to I'm, I'm going to take this now for a second. And then all of a sudden she tried. That was intense. That was a twist right there. I did not fucking. Okay, so here you guys are gonna you're gonna hate me, and Sean's gonna be like, "Of course you did, Brandon." But the show, see, episode five fucking sucked. And then, and then we get that we get that end, and we get that end, and how fucking heartbreaking, and how devastating, and how perfect that ending was. And you, uh, I forget whoever it was, uh, said it. You know. Where at the very, very, very end, after they've buried Sam and they've buried Henry, and you've just got um, you've got Ellie who looks back and is just like, "Which way is west? Let's go." That was something that this episode I needed in this episode, and it, it delivered, and it delivered it so well. And why? But here's a question: Why? It's because they go back to this idea of character, and that is what this show thrives on. This is the problem of of trying to judge the book in the middle of the of of the pages. It's a fun drinking this game. Could be the every time we say that, take another shot. This this could be the <laughs> not even the middle of the book. We're like it's still in the second chapter. I feel like no, this is the middle of the fucking book, bro. We're, it's, it's, we're book, bro. four. We're four episodes of a nine episode, three season, four season. We're only in the first. We're actually season three and a half episodes into this. Season's Remember, a book one was about Bill and fucking Frank. Come on. So he, anyway, Sean, go ahead and, and defend me. Go. Anyway, actually, no, you're not defending me. God damn it. No, what I'm oh. saying is, is that we're we're in the no. I am a little bit, but you're you're we're being harsh on a story that has yet to really develop. And perhaps this is the pivot point. Perhaps this is the moment where the characters irrevocably change or the show irrevocably changes. I remember watching lost and there was an episode or a series of episodes where the characters themselves changed. They, they, their knowledge base doubled. And maybe this is the moment. Maybe this is that, that moment. Who that knows? was like, that was like season Four season five when that happened, you're expecting a lot in season one. Oh, that's when we met. I'm Desmond. expecting a lot from an H. 
an HBO show. I am expecting Still, a from an HBO show. That wasn't season one. You didn't meet Desmond Sean, until the end of season one. Sean, can you back me up on this one right here? When we were watching House of the Dragon, and the first couple of episodes, it kind of just, you know, it took a long time. But then episode three, game changer. And then right. from episode three, it kept getting better and better. Right. And That's better what I'm saying. Better, Maybe you know this saying? is the pivot. Maybe this is the pivot. You guys even forgot. And Wednesday... There was episodes there that you guys were like, oh, it's just dragging right now. I wish we, you know, I even said, like, I wish I combined, like, three and four, because four is amazing, and or five and six. Like, they, 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 that's that's called TV. Okay. Right? But, it's just right. like, okay, well, we got to make 10 episodes happen. Okay, so listen, I get what you guys are saying. Sean, Ed, Jer, I get what you're saying, right? We're, we're judging it too early, and I'll be the first, or at least the, one of the fourth, to admit we're judging it too early, but what we are doing is exactly what this podcast is supposed to be doing, and that is looking at this this the show on an episode by episode basis. I'm tired of saying, "Well, we're going to get to that." Where we're going to get to that? My question is, what are we being given with each episode? Is it quality? Yes, it is quality, but is it is it the quality that maybe we need? So, if we're looking at this show on a full season level, you guys are all right. Absolutely. 100%. But if we're looking at this on an individual episode by episode basis, I think that, that we need to be harsh because we aren't given the, the necessary information that we, I feel that we should be given at this point. So do you like Brandon and Sean? I know Jeremy, I think he does. Uh, do you like how this show goes back in time and like, it plays like a different angle of, of a view like bill and frank it goes back in time and then they just like wish played, it did like, it more 20 absolutely years. uh i wish it did it more i wish they did it that is they did it absolutely that's, within that's four bad. episodes they've done it three times then so Good look point. at this within Good four point. episodes they did Good it point. three times they did it with tess they did it with uh, uh henry and sam and they did it with bill and frank they keep going back in time and they do a pretty good job they bring you these characters and they all fucking die and they they pull your heart out of them tess and uh henry sam bill and frank that's a pretty fucking good job it's like a game of thrones type vibe within season one and nothing's worse than seriously when you've done everything as characters right and then you did everything in fucking vain and it meant fucking nothing in the end it's that's yeah, fucking it's, hardcore dude it's almost also like a little that's, black that's plague. even worse you know what i'm saying like if that's anyone that worse. anyone that joel becomes friends with or ellie like they're gonna die like it's, it's, it's like there's potentially, this like weird, I mean, potentially. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I agree with you, Ed. I, I, I do that. These characters are, are not only they're, they're meeting these interesting people along their journey. And then we get these flashbacks and we get to learn a little bit about them. Uh, it kind of lost esque, you know, we're, we're, we're mm-hmm. seeing their story in addition to Tess and Joel's story. I just want a little bit yeah. more. I would like to see, uh, I would like to see some not just character development, but story mm-hmm. development. And we have not gotten any, you know, I keep going back to it. We have not gotten any story development in a couple of episodes. Yeah. Other than trying to get to Wyoming, it's like Khaleesi walking through the fucking desert. It was six seasons of her fucking walking through the desert trying to get to King's Landing. I can't do it. No, it's, I'm not spoiling the show. It's not six seasons. We're just in like two and a half episodes right yeah, now. Yeah, you do that with you can't see the end. We need to look at it on an episode people by trying episode to hunt basis. You. Okay, well, episode right, four right. and five, you have forty-five people trying to hunt you. Also, Henry, this other guy that they're looking for, and Joel has like, who the fuck's Henry? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and that brings us to the end of our review. Now it's time of the podcast where each of the hosts provides a score on the following scale. Eddie, my brother, can you uh, provide the scale, please? 
Yes, yes. Uh, zero, the perfect episode. You don't need shit to enjoy it. One, a filtered first cocktail. Two, a happy buzz. Three, you're going to Uber or Lyft home. Four, rough morning watch of shame. Five, blackout, shit face, spring break drunk. Um, gentlemen, I will start with this one. I'll be first with episode four. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Is that, is that okay? Yeah. So, uh, you know, so episode three left me at like a high level of being like, okay, like this is, I like this love story and it was, it pulled you in and it ripped you out. Um, so this brought it back down the reality of like, oh yes, let's bring back down to Joel and Ellie, them trying to get across, uh, like five States. Um, and it tied everything together to this is how they got the truck. And they also were able to get a, a, a couple items. So it, it shows, uh, the importance of the back layer of Joel of what he is. He has a good little, uh, I want to say moral compass in him, uh, even though he lost his daughter. So he, he's been, you get the connection in episode four, I feel like with, uh, Ellie and Joel, he starts opening up, uh, he has these walls, uh, and I think he starts connecting with Ellie in a different way. And I, I, I love this episode uh, as, yeah. as it, it's needed. Uh, I do think, though, episode four and five could be one episode. Mm-hmm. Like, I just make it like 120 minutes, like almost uh, like almost like yeah. an hour and a half episode. You know, they did that the episode three. So why not do it with this one? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, though, personally, this episode was really beautiful in its own rights. Uh, was it better than episode three? That's when it did start to, to, for me, but this episode was cool. And I feel like I, I get really on my feet at the end of it. I was like, oh shit. Okay. Well, you know, Joel is badass, but somehow uh, Henry and Sam or somehow sneaked up on their ass. It made me like, oh, okay. Like this is pretty intense. Um, so I'm going to give this a 2.25. I got a theory on that, bro. Um, the reason why they actually crept up is because that guy has a loss of hearing on his ear. And so his ear is actually on his other side, and that's why they got up the bottom. Oh, Joel, you're right. Yeah. Yep. So I'll, I'll take next. Uh, yeah. Brandon, Brandon go. Next. So I know that I, I spent the the majority of the last hour um, shitting on this on the series, but also then <laughs> defending portions of it, and so I might as well just keep that going. Um, four, I liked enormously more than five. I really did. What I loved about four is that we got the focus on character mm. and the character development. And I'm going to be, I could get that tattooed on my forehead because that's what I care about in anything, whether it be a book, a movie, a TV show, whatever it is. We got this character development, that stupid, like horrible jokes book that, uh, Ellie was reading from was fucking brilliant. When Joel answers the scarecrow question, because he's outstanding alone or whatever it is. Uh, he's outstanding in this field, right? And you see <laughs> her freak out and you see him with that sly smile. That's fucking brilliant. And that is something that we have needed. I have needed for, you know, two episodes that, that they were primarily in. And then finally we got it here. That to me, that was the whole episode. That's all I needed. And yeah, it set up the other stuff. And Eddie, I agree 100%. This should have just been one long episode. But the fact that they chose to split it up, okay, that's fine. This gave me something I needed. And that was, why do I need to care about these two characters? Why should I spend more hours watching these characters particularly? I got that answer. And I really, really like that. Okay. So uh, my four is going to be a lot better than my five. Um, so with four, I'm actually going to go with a 1.75. I think that one, that this episode did a hell of a lot in a very short amount of time and it was beautiful and it was great. And Sean, I'm going to go to you. Uh, yeah. So I agree with Brandon, uh, slightly and disagree with Brandon, of course. Um, uh, 
if he if 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 you're gonna tattoo something on his head, it's character development. If you're gonna tattoo something on mine, it's story development. I like the story to move, and for me, the story has been stagnant for now. Damn, four episodes, three episodes. It needs to move. Um, I thought episode four had a a good pacing to it and had a damn good climax that led into one of the better episodes, in my opinion, number five. So for me, uh, I'm gonna go with a three on episode four. Um, it was it was not as good as three in my opinion, and I think five really. Uh, and I think five really knocked it out of the park. Um, I think it picked up the tempo, it picked up the character development, it picked up a lot of the, a lot of the little shit that needed to be picked up and and move forward, run with the ball. I think it, it successfully did mm-hmm. that. Jeremiah, you want to finish this out? No problem, guys. Um, I really enjoyed this episode. A lot, actually. Um, I think it was raw at times, but I also think there was a lot of heart to it in the most kind of weirdest way in certain parts of this episode. Uh, I like the chemistry between uh, Joel and Elle. I think you get more in this episode, and it just gets more developed on this one. I like the fact that Joel is becoming a father figure to Elle, not Elle, to Ellie, um, you know, trying to protect her innocence, you know, trying to guide her through this fucking shithole that they're currently in and whatnot. And it was kind of like a calm, relaxed episode, right? But at the same time, you felt danger on the side and you felt the tension on the side. And I love when episodes kind of like, you know, balance between those two uh, elements right there. And I just think it was really fucking cool. It's not the best episode, not the worst episode, but I really enjoyed the chemistry that you're finally seeing with these two characters here. And then it just, it goes all the way to the next episode. So for me, this is a 1.5, guys. I, I really enjoyed the episode. Okay, so Eddie, when we take those four scores and divide by four, what does episode four get an average rating of? It gives us a 2.125. A 2.125. And where does that put us on the list of of episodes so far? It's the third best episode on our uh, uh, season right here. So what's worse? Uh, Episode two is the worst so far. Episode two is the worst so far. Episode three is the best so far. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's where we're at. All right, so let's um, let's shift into episode five. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go first here um, because right. my computer is dying and I don't want to I don't want to ruin anything. So uh, I thought episode five was a, a a lot more complex than a lot of the other episodes. You had some great character development between um, Ellie and Joel. You had some great character development between. Henry and his brother, and kind of you got a picture of the bigger Henry. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Henry. Henry. You had, a, you had a picture of the bigger world and their defiance. And, um, you know, while I was a little confused about the motives of of the people trying to hunt Henry, um, you know, at least we got this cat and mouse game, which I always love, where they're going oh, underground. Point, yeah. There's, yeah, there's just I, – I love that part of, of any show or any movie or anything like that. And then to have a, a kind of an unexpected battle come in at the end where they're aided by the dead is always, you know – unexpected and fun to watch i think the twist at the very end of the episode uh with killing off with killing off sam was was ruthless was guttural was something that was unexpected and it is is i think it's going to be a pivot point of the show that that kind of shows you that you don't get attached to anyone because anyone (laughs) is fungible and that is a dangerous way to watch a show and it's, Mm -hmm. it's very you know very difficult to rely on a a certain core of characters that can die at any time. 
So I'm very looking forward to seeing how this goes in the future. I'm going to give this a 1.5. I think uh, episode five was was probably one of the one of the better one of the better episodes. Um, there's a line in this episode where Sam asks Ellie, "When there's a monster inside, is it still you?" That just speaks volume regarding to this fucking episode. I mean, I have to say this episode five is one of the best episodes of the season. It was heartfelt. It was also heartbreaking and devastating all wrapped in one, right? You felt like all types of different emotions. I mean, I think the acting in this episode was on another level. I think every single actor in this fucking episode knocked out of the park, especially Sam, Henry, and Ellie. I think that their chemistry was fucking yeah. unbelievable. And I'll tell you, Ramsey, the actress that plays Ellie, her reaction when what happens to Henry was something I've never seen on the series where you just felt that pain and a horror at the same time. It just leaves you with no hope in the future. And I just love the narrative drive in this episode because in a way, you kind of see it, what they're looking at down the ground when they have to bury both Sam and Henry, the mirror of what they're going to be facing with each other and like, you know, how it's going to like, you know, seal their fate in some the way. So I feel like this episode made that turn for me to just go with this fucking series. I think this probably is the best series show that's out there right now for me. So this is a point two five. I actually wow. thought they fucking knocked it out of the fucking park with this one, guys. All right. Point two five. You want to go? You want me to take it? Uh, point two five. Uh, I can go and then you can cool. finish it. So, brother, I like this. This show showed me it showed for personally. It showed how much Joel needed someone else beside uh, Ellie. You know, like he, he connected with Henry at a different level. Like he needed that. He. Uh, Ellie needed someone else besides Joel. Ellie needed Sam. You know, like they both needed other characters to like just a little break from each other. Like you got that feeling like, hey, we we can yeah. make it ride or die with each other, but we also need a break. And they both saw humanity. Like you know what, we're we're doing it. We're doing it. And uh, that whole the end of the scene was heartbreaking. Even up to leading to that, you get the idea of like, <sighs> oh, you know what, I I never played the game, so you got like, okay, like they just grabbed two more of people to make their way up to Wyoming when Joel said, mm-hmm. hey, Joel doesn't do that very often. He opened up the doors. Hey, uh, Henry, do you, I, we're going to Wyoming. You're welcome to come. And Henry's just yeah. like, I'm in. Like, that was cool to see that of uh, that development of, of uh, Joel. Um, and then just Henry, uh, that connection he had with his brother, we all, like, Brandon, you have a brother. Jeremy, I am your brother. So we all have that feeling of, like, you'll do anything for your brother. And like, that's that, that feeling of Henry to Sam is just, it made me try at times of like, he saw, he looked at Sam of like, I will do anything. He had trans with him and Hey, let's brighten this place up. He made sure he wasn't scared. Um, And just to see one of those quotes that Sam ended up saying to Ellie is like, are are you ever Mm -hmm. scared? Like, and then Ellie said, yeah, yes, all the time. Like that was beautiful and scary. And it's just like, this is, that's a real quote that I live to this day. Like I'm fucking scared every day being a parent and still yeah. somehow trying to uh, make my way through life. Um, but that, it, it just hit me different levels. And then Henry had to kill his brother. Like he, he, he made sure he's like, no one's going to kill my brother. Um, I'm going to handle this myself. And then, he, so and then he's like, I can't live, without, I can't live out without him. Yeah. Like that just it was very heartbreaking. Um, I'm gonna give this this is the best episode I've had, so I'm gonna give this a one personally. All right. So you guys yeah, that's one. one. All right, Randy, yes. go. So you guys uh for the last bit have uh have have shot me down quite a bit, and I appreciate that because what you've done is you've shown me 
that uh, really reflecting back on episode five is that, yeah, I was frustrated. I was pissed, in fact, with uh, with it. I, I got done with four and I was celebrating because I was like, my God, this show's back on track. And then I finished five and I said, fuck, they went off the rails. And I realized that, you know what, I, I agree with Sean wholeheartedly. Um, I, I know that I hate agreeing with Sean, but I, I agree with Sean wholeheartedly. I get what you guys are saying, but I agree with him that, that the story is not there yet, uh, or at least it's not there in a prominent way yet. We need to have a little bit more. I do think that, you know, that's it's just yeah. mid-season yeah kind of doldrums and it's going to pick up on a story level. I, I'm, I'm hoping I'm banking on that. But the one thing I want to kind of say is that I've been really negative about this episode. And when I really look at it and I, I you know, I'm listening to you guys give the scores and talking about it. I'm pissed about one segment, not the whole episode. In fact, when they're going mm. below the tunnels and they find that little like daycare room and Sam and Ellie are, are hanging out together and, and Henry, God, that actor was brilliant because you could just see the joy and, and relief on his face that his brother gets to have some normalcy. It's fucking perfect. Yeah. That battle, that battle. And I'm already, you guys all know, I, I'm not a, uh, an action movie action segment. Not person. Action person. I just don't yep. like it. I don't get it. I, it's yeah. whatever that, that battle pissed me off and it pissed me off so bad that it kind of, colored with a with a fog my thought of the whole episode and really that's stupid because the whole episode was not bad in fact it was a really good episode with a really bad segment in my opinion um that i I hated the deus ex machina when the car when the truck just happens to fall in you know sink into the 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 road just at the right time and it explodes just at the right time (laughs) and the zombies come out just at the right time right that pisses me off but i can get over that uh it pissed me off that we've got linebacker zombies now but okay if it's part of the game i'll deal with that right those things just really bothered me but i'll get over it because really when i look at the whole episode (laughs) it's not a bad episode i do think and this is something we didn't really talk a ton about i mean we know we mentioned it but I was, I, I am upset that um, in a show that's doing fantastic, I think, with character development, finally, after episode three, three, four, and five have been fantastic with character development. We needed more character development for Kathleen's character. We got it for Henry and Sam in a short ass period of time. We mm, needed more yeah. for Kathleen. We need yeah, to either yeah. understand her or completely hate her, but we didn't get that. And so that one's another kind of negative for me. But I'll be honest, I thought that I was going to score this one in the fours uh, or at least the high threes. And I'm going to say, you know what? That's probably a stupid thing because on a whole, without, you know, 15 minutes, of a, of an hour long episode, this would have been a, to me, a, a fucking stellar episode. I know I'm going on and on, so I'm just going to go ahead and give the score. Um, that was me kind of just justifying and, and apologizing for a lot of it. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, I think it's not a great episode. I'm going to go with a 2.75, um, just because of that, that segment. And it really pissed me off, but that ending, whew, it fixed it for me. Um, it took it from a, what I thought it was a four. So I'm going to give it um, I'm going to go with a 2.75 just because I was disappointed at that end. Did we, okay. Okay. Did we bring it? Did, did we bring oh, it you down? You brought it down well, almost, almost one and a half question. Two, two points. Like this should have been, this should have been near four for me. So, yeah. So what you're saying is that that scene was so fucking in your head that you kind of mm-hmm. forgot majority I of the episode until 45 the minutes like, oh, of this year, oh, 45 minutes of the episode. Cause it pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> oh man okay okay by the way folks uh sean's not here right now because uh you know he forgot to charge his laptop you know i mean just things you got to do how it goes typical sean well however when we combine the scores and divide by four this gives the last of us episode of an average rating of what eddie episode five gets a 1.375 1.375 so where does that fall on okay. our scale so with that 
That is the second best is episode it? of our series. Behind three? Yeah, yeah episode mm-hmm. three is the first episode. Episode five is now the second episode mm-hmm. highest rated. So yeah, that's on a personal awesome, level, I appreciate you guys uh, pointing out my, my follies. And, uh, and, and I really do think that you guys, this is why we do this podcast is because I came into this episode and I went through this episode in, in a bitter state. And you guys, uh, you guys showed me something about the show that, that I really needed to see. So I do appreciate that on a personal level. I also think that now is our time to talk shit on Sean because he isn't here. So uh, anybody want to just talk shit on him? And you can hear it. Well, let yeah. me just do this. Oh, my God. Oh, are you yawning or are you just pulling a Sean right there? I always think he's like so bored when I'm talking. I'm like, fuck, yes, dude. Right? I'll stop talking. And it's like, God, I'm waiting for his forehead to hit the microphone, to be real honest, every single time. Just a thunk. I hope he hears, I hope he hears <laughs> I want this. him to listen to this. Uh, if he hears this, like, fuck you, Sean. Stop yawn, yawning. Or I'm yawn talking. away from the camera. Cover your fucking mouth, Sean. All right. With that said, right, let me do it from Sean with a. Yeah. If you enjoy our review and if you're a fan of the podcast, we ask you to please subscribe, whatever you're listening. <laughs> Leave us a five star review on iTunes. You can also find us on Instagram at The Gentleman Podcast, or you can visit our website at TheGentlemanPodcast.com. Or if you want to reach out, you can do it by email at host, which is host at GentlemanPodcast.com. Thank you for listening, and we will see you very soon. And wrap. Fuck yeah, that was, that was good.